It is bowl season here on the Panther Pod. Um, we've got a few exciting matchups to bring to you. We're going to cover a little bit more than we did last year. Uh, kind of bring things over to you week over week, just so that way we can kind of stay on schedule. Um, this week we've got four exciting matchups to talk to you. Um, yeah, with that, let's go ahead and get into it. My name's Cole Connor. I'm Owen Spellick. And you're listening to the Panther Pod. But before we get into bowl season, Jane Daniels won the Heisman. Round of applause to that kid, number five. We talked about this before we went on the air call. How does it feel that you are older than Jaden Daniels? I do not like it. I don't love that we're in the stage of life now where we're older than some of these college players. Some NFL rookies. Yeah. And, like, second-year players. Yeah. Uh, my, what's crazy to me to think is, like, my dad is older than every single one of the NFL players. That's wild. Well, yeah, no, I'm older than every single one of the NFL players. That's kind of crazy to me. Yeah, because Brady was the oldest. Uh, but what? he was 41, 42. No, he was older than that. Oh, maybe he was 44, 45, something yeah. like that. Um, let's go ahead and get into it. Yep. On Off of that tangent, uh, we have up first in the New Orleans Bowl, Jacksonville <coughs> State versus the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns. Ragin'. Uh, Jacksonville State, in their first year in FBS, they get to go to a bowl because they did not make the full 82 teams. They were in the same position as JMU this year. Uh, Jacksonville State is head up by their their head coach. What is his name? Oh, that's – oh, Rich Rodriguez. Oh, interesting, interesting. Uh, Shout-out Derek Dresser. I actually know the offensive line coach for Jacksonville State. Look at you. Got some mm-hmm. connections. Um, he was the starting center for – the Concord University Mountain Lions. Not, I did not know they were Mountain Lions. That's a sick, uh, sick mascot right there. Mm-hmm. Sick Explains logo. all the like claws and everything. Yeah. Well, I, I thought I figured they were the Cougars or something like that. But gotcha. Just I, hey, sick logo. Shout out Concord. Shout out Concord. Um, Jacksonville State finished third in Conference USA this year. Uh, they did pretty good under Rich Rod. First year in FBS, able to make it to a bowl. Louisiana finishes fifth in the Sun Belt. They don't get a chance to go play for the conference title game. Neither one of these teams do, but off, not off of a bad season. Uh, looks like both Billy Napier and Louisiana are having rough times without each other. So, Ooh. Um, going into quarterback play a little bit here, we have Zion Webb from Jacksonville State. 1,281 yards passing, five touchdowns, six interceptions on the season versus Zion Chris. For the Raging Cajuns, 1,222 yards passing, 11 touchdowns, 5 interceptions. Zion versus Zion. I know, right? Uh, looking at team stats, uh, Jacksonville State is averaging 29.8 points per game. Uh, Louisiana, 32.3. Louisiana is outpassing the ball at 234. Uh, however, Jacksonville State does have a very good rushing offense at 232 yards per game. Uh, Jacksonville State does have the better point differential, uh, 20.3 versus 28.2 for the Raging Cajuns, so they are giving up quite a good bit more points. Uh, however, both teams are kind of evenly matched as far as offense goes. Um, just Raging Cajuns don't really have that good of a uh, red zone <coughs> defense. 
Um, as we said, Zion Webb versus Zion Chris. We also have Malik Jackson for Jacksonville State, 860 rushing yards on the season. Uh, Jacob Kidbody has 729 rushing yards on the season. Um, looking at last five, uh, <laughs> ooh, does not look good for Louisiana. They lost to, or they won against UL Monroe, 52 to 21. Lost to Troy, 31 to 24. Lost to Southern Mississippi, 34-31. Lost to Arkansas State, 37-17. And then uh, beat Southern Alabama, 33-20. For Jacksonville State, uh, the Gamecocks lost to New Mexico State in their final game for a chance to go play for the Conference USA title. They lost 20-17. to They beat LA Tech. 56 to 17 and then they beat the other game or they lost to the other game Cox 38 28 in South Carolina they beat FIU 41 to 16 and they beat Western Kentucky 20 to 17 uh Cocktober was running wild down there in uh, South Carolina and uh I really uh, and I know South Carolina did not have a great year that year a great year this year but you know what it is impressive for Jacksonville State to hang in there with an SEC team with a power five football team in South Carolina and only lose by 10 points uh, they only their two of their last four losses obviously have come against South Carolina and against New Mexico State the one against New Mexico State obviously very detrimental in the season as they could have gone to their conference championship game but weren't able to looking at both of these teams again Louisiana Louisiana I almost said Louisiana State I know I had to stop myself a few times too Louisiana Lafayette or mm-hmm. Louisiana uh they just seem rage. to be in kind of rage. They just seem to be kind of in a slump uh, this year. Especially, I think it's just all years and year two without Billy Napier, things just haven't been the same. Uh, something I do want to point out too is they lost mightily to the Arkansas State Red Wolves, thirty-seven uh, seventeen. Who, by the way, led by Butch Jones, uh, who by the way lost to Oklahoma in a seventy-eight to nothing shootout. Uh, shootout, shootout, and shutout. Okay, shoot out by the Sooners. Uh, but they lost heavily, and then Louisiana turns it around and and loses uh, loses big to Arkansas State, loses by 20 to Arkansas State. Looking at both of these teams, looking at how well Rich Rod has got Jacksonville State running down there. You're it, really picking Jacksonville State. I am picking Jacksonville State. It pains me to say it, but I am picking Jacksonville Dude, State. why are you going with Rich Rod? Because I know what he can do. Yeah. I've witnessed it. I have been a first-hand witness to what... Uh, Run off in the middle of the night, huh? Yeah, well, be, look forward to that, Jacksonville State. <laughs> this is, I think, uh, real quick, as I look this up, Cole, I'm pretty sure that this is Rich Rod's first time being back in a bowl game since his days at Arizona. Um, um, so while you are looking that up, um, I've got to represent... The Regin Cajuns. I do think Jacksonville State is probably <laughs> going to win this game. Looking at odds um, here, give me one second. Jacksonville State is favored by two and a half. Uh, over under is fifty nine, with Jacksonville State having a fifty seven fifty seven percent chance to win. That being said, give me the Regin Cajuns. Um, looking at Rich Rod here, as I'm bringing this up, he was at. Uh, he was the offensive coordinator at Ole Miss for a little while till he was fired. Uh, 
Rich Rod has not been to a bowl game since 2017 when he uh, was the head coach at Arizona. They lost to the Purdue. They lost to Purdue, 38-35 in a close one. Respectable. Uh, respectable. They lost to Purdue in the Foster Farms Bowl, the 16th Foster Farms Bowl, 38-35. Um, so it has been five or five, six, six long years, six long years since Rich Rod has been in uh, in a bowl game. So, question for you: Or been a bowl game as a head coach, I should say. Let gotcha. a team, let it, let a team to a to a bowl game. If Rich Rod were to come back to West Virginia in any capacity, would he be accepted? Absolutely not. Uh, well. So I think if Rich Rod were to come back to West Virginia, number one, there will be a lot of fans that would stop watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad being one of those, he has reportedly said, absolutely not, do not bring Rich Rod back. Uh, I think we would lose I, – I think for the overall beneficiary or the benefic- – the ben- the ben- for the overall benefit of West Virginia, uh, they would not bring Rich Rod back because I think they would lose a lot of donorship. And in an age of NIL, you can't afford to do that. Yeah. Um, so I don't think they bring Rich Rod back. The only time I think they would even reconsider bringing Rich Rod back is once, like, this new generation of Mountaineer fans who my age or maybe a little bit older um, have kind of – are now kind of leading the program because, because um, they weren't – I don't very I don't really remember the Rich him, Rod era. The Rich yeah. Rod era. I mean when I was 6 years old when he left. So I don't I don't really remember it. I am angry at him, but I also just I, I don't again, don't remember it. So I don't think they'll bring him back. Um it all depends on leadership at West Virginia too. Yeah. If it all it, it really does depend if leadership wants him back. I don't know. But I will say this, too, for Rich Rod, he seemed to make magic just a little bit. At, like, his own, his only magic really came while he was in uh, – while he was at West Virginia. At West Virginia, he went – I don't know it off the top of my head, but I should. He went 3-8, and 9-4, 8-5, 8-4, 11-1, 11-2, 10-2. and two. He was 60-26 and 26 overall at West Virginia. Very respectable record. Very respectable record, yes. Uh, with he was uh, – what is that here? He was 6-6 six and six in bowl – no, not 6-6. Six and six. He was 3-3 three and three in bowl games. Uh, at Michigan, when he left, uh, he was 3-9, 5-7, 7-6. And seven, seven and mm. He was 15-22. and 22. Uh, When he went to Arizona, he was 8-5, 8-5, 10-4, Seven and six, three and nine, seven and six. He was forty three and thirty five while he was there. Um, so, if you look at it, like his best years were at West Virginia. He did have a ten win season while he was at Arizona. Uh, he only went one year at Arizona without making a bowl game. He finished. Uh, he won the Pac twelve while he was at Arizona. So, there's that. And that was back in twenty fourteen. It all depends. I think under this offense that we have currently, Rich Rod would thrive. Definitely is like an offensive coordinator or, you know, something. I think that Rich Rod. The spread option is Rich Rod. Like he invented the spread option. He is. Right. That is yeah, his yeah. bread and butter. 
and especially with the talent you have at quarterback in Garrett Green and even Nick, uh, Nico a little bit, he can uh, definitely run. Um, I could see them benefiting from it, but at the same time, it'll be interesting to see what Neil Brown comes uh, into the season with next year. Yep. Uh, but to get back on the game yeah, that sorry. we talked about, sorry, Jacksonville State, I am taking uh, Jacksonville State in this one. I know that comes as a shock to you, Cole, but I am taking uh, – I just think overall Jacksonville State – I feel more secure with Jacksonville State. Uh, while I do not feel as nearly as secure with Jacksonville State, uh, I am picking the Raging Cajuns. Of course you are. A little bit of homerism on that one. You got to. You got to. It, it's it's biased. Uh, uh, also, shout out JTC. He is in Dubuque. Shout out JPC. Applause. Applause. Applause to um, Next up, next bowl we've got is Miami of Ohio versus Appalachian State. Okay, they plead in the Avocados from Mexico cur- Cure Bowl. Avocados from Mexico. Uh, uh, Miami of Ohio is your 2023 MAC champions. Uh, they won their MAC championship and now are headed off to face the runner up in the Sun Belt. Um, looking at quarterback play, we have Avion Smith versus Joey Aguilar. Joey Aguilar. Uh, Avion Smith, 638 yards passing on the season, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Joey Aguilar, I mean, 3,546 yards passing, 33 touchdowns, nine interceptions on the season. What a stat line from him. Mm-hmm. The team stats. Hold on. I'm sorry. Um, looking at this, uh, obviously, it is favored by far. In it, it, like it is obviously in Miami's wheelhouse to win this game. It is Miami is favored to win this game. However, we have seen what App State does to front runners. We witnessed it firsthand. Unfortunately. Un- incredibly unfortunate. Incredibly unfortunate. App State is thirty four and eight or thirty four and eight. They are they are <laughs> averaging thirty four points a game. They are averaging two hundred and eighty six passing yards a game. They're averaging hundred and seventy three yards rushing the ball a game. Okay. That is offense. Defense is nothing to speak of because they're giving up 28 points a game, 231 through the air, and 178 on the ground. That is where Miami thrives. Miami's defense is giving up 16 points a game. They're giving up 214 passing yards, and they're giving up 128 rushing yards. Uh, Miami, Ohio starting quarterback Brett Gabbert is out for the season with a season-ending leg injury, (coughs) hence the disparity in uh, passing yards there. Avion Smith did win them the MAC, though. He was in that championship game for them. Um, It'll be interesting to see. um, Looking at both teams' last five, uh, Miami, Ohio beat Toledo 23-14, beat Ball State 17-15, Beat the Buff twenty three to ten. Beat Akron nineteen nothing, and beat Ohio thirty two sixteen. For App State, looking back at them, they lost in the Sun Belt Championship twenty three to forty nine against Troy. They beat Georgia Southern fifty five to twenty seven, and the pain is back. Uh, they went into Harrisonburg and beat the Dukes twenty three twenty six in overtime. Uh, and then they beat Georgia State forty-two to fourteen, and they beat up on Marshall thirty-one to nine. Honestly, I would love to see Miami win. Miami of Ohio win this game, 
but seeing what App State can do, App State is the uh, App State is I think the superior conference, and I think they they have better competition in the Sun Belt than I think they do in the MAC. So for that, I'm going to go App State. They were able to take to me the biggest thing is they were able to take down JMU, and that's the biggest the biggest thing on their resume. I'm sorry, Jay. I know you're upset about it, but that is the biggest thing on their resume. Whereas, you know, for uh, for Miami, their biggest win is their conference championship, 23-14 against Toledo. They barely, barely beat a Ball State, 17-5. They barely beat Buffalo, 23-10. They pitched a shutout against Akron, 19 to nothing, and then they absolutely dominated uh, Ohio, 30-16. to So – I'm I'm gonna go with App State on this one just because it still was it still seemed to uh, still appeared to me that Miami was struggling even as uh, MAC champions. Um, I completely and totally agree with you. I think the Sun Belt has better competition. Um, App State proved that they can uh, handle uh, heavily favored, with the exception of the Troy game. I mean, App State <laughs> at this point is playing for pride. Uh, Joey Aguilar is participating in this game. Um, but, yeah, it'll definitely help his draft stock if he can um, ball out in this one. Moving on, we have the New Mexico Bowl against, oh, look at that, New Mexico State and Fresno State. They were a lock. Wow. Uh, Fresno State. Uh, Fresno State and New Mexico State look about even when it comes to putting up points a game. Fresno State is averaging about 29 to 30 points a game, whereas New Mexico State is averaging about 28 to 29 points a game. So about a one to two point difference there. Fresno State, however, is much more efficient passing the ball, almost 300 yards passing compared to New Mexico State's 233. However, New Mexico State can run the ball, uh, averaging two or three yards per uh, per game, and then compared to Fresno State, who's only rushing the ball on average of 104 yards for a team. Okay, um, they're putting up about 21. They're giving up about 21 points a game. That's better than Fresno State's 24 points a game. Fresno State is giving up two, 227 through the air compared to New Mexico State's 256 through the air. Uh, so these teams don't have a lock when it comes to throwing the ball. However, rushing the ball. New Mexico State does have the advantage with 144 yards uh, a game, giving up per game versus Fresno State's uh, 168. I feel like I'm there's so many states in this one. I know. We picked Jacksonville State, Appalachian State. Now we've got New Mexico State and Fresno State. Um, this really does come back to uh, quarterback play here as well. Diego Pavia versus Mikey Keene. Uh, Diego Pavia for New Mexico State. <laughs> 2,915 yards passing on the season, 26 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. Mikey Keene, 2,596 yards passing, 21 touchdowns, 9 interceptions. Uh, Diego Pavia also has 853 rushing yards on the season, leading the team there. <laughs> Shocker. Um and then 32 combined touchdowns on the season. Um, Malik Sherrod has 876 rushing yards for Fresno State. Um, and, yeah, no, it's uh, looking at their last five. Fresno State lost to South – oh, jeez. Lost to South Dakota State. San 30, Diego State. San Diego State. Excuse me, South Dakota State is you know, lower ranked. 33-18. to 18. Lost to <coughs> New Mexico. That's the Lobos. Excuse me. <coughs> the University of New Mexico Lobos couldn't beat them by 55. Uh, shout out LSU last year. 
25-17. Lost to San Jose State, 42-18. Lost to uh, one against Boise State, 30-27. And then one against UNLV, 31-24. So the Bulldogs are on a three-game losing losing streak compared, compared to New Mexico State. Who in their last five they gave Liberty all they could handle in that conference championship game, losing forty nine to thirty five. They beat Jacksonville State twenty to seventeen. Again, went by winning that game, New Mexico State was able to make it to the conference USA championship. They blew out Auburn as a twenty four point underdog. They blew out Auburn in Jordan Hare Stadium thirty one to ten. They beat Western Kentucky thirty eight to twenty nine, and then they beat Middle Tennessee. 13 to 7. Looking at this, Fresno State uh, did not even make the Mountain West Championship game, and neither did New, and New Mexico State did too. They are the runner up in the Conference USA Championship game. Give me the Aggies, not Texas A&M, New Mexico State. I was about to say. Give me the Aggies of New Mexico State because their wins are much more impressive, especially, especially the their last three games. Blowing out Auburn, who who took Alabama down to the wire, who's a playoff team. So, by contrast, does that mean that New Mexico State could hang with Alabama? No, who knows? It doesn't because LSU also blew out Auburn this year. So, by that logic, so they're equal. No, so they're equal. No, I, I say they're equal. Let's play. We we should see this in a bowl game. Um, uh, they blew out Auburn. They hung in there with a quality Jacksonville State team and were able to pull it out. And then also gave, was Liberty's biggest test this year in the conference championship game. Give me the Aggies. Give me New Mexico State. Uh, the odds also favor New Mexico State. Uh, favored by three and a half over under of 51 on the game. Give me New Mexico State in this game as well. I have a sneaking suspicion we are going to differ on the last one. I Cole, I really want to point out that as we're texting each other these games and making a list, they all line up very perfectly at the ends. Do you see that? Yeah, they do. They do. Isn't that nice? It's very nice. Uh, now this game, it will not because there is no state. Um uh, <laughs> There is UT, the UTSA Road Runners take on the Marshall Thundering Herd. Uh, Marshall this week, uh, these past couple of weeks, has had quite a bit of controversy over there. Charles Huff has made some major staff changes. Uh, several several key players for the Thundering Herd have entered the portal, or they're just out, basically just leave, quitting the team. Uh, Charles Huff also went off on Marshall fans, uh, saying that they weren't committed enough, that he's disappointed in them, that they're not bringing the juice that they need to these games. Called them out, absolutely. Uh, they fired their offense coordinator and Clint Trickett, and they bring in Seth Dagey, not Jarrett Dagey. They bring in Seth Dagey as the new offensive coordinator for the Herd. However, Cam Fancher is still with the Herd. They are He has uh, he is 21 he is 2,100 yards passing with 11 touchdowns and 11 interceptions. Frank Harris for UTSA, 2,506 yards passing, <coughs> 18 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. This is the uh, Scooter's Coffee Frisco Bowl. Oh, Scooter's Coffee. In San Francisco. Hey. The Frisco Bowl. Um, <laughs> both of these teams offensively are very productive. However, UTSA clearly edges out Marshall. 31.7 points a game versus Marshall's 23.3. 
UTSA passes the ball better, 263 uh, to Marshall's 240.9. Uh, UTSA runs the ball better, 174 to Marshall's 134. Defensively, uh, UTSA does a better job of our, uh, stopping the rush and allowing fewer points overall. 24.7 to Marshall's 28.2. They do have a hard time stopping the pass, but comparatively, UTSA uh, only allows, what is that, 18 less passing yards a game, uh, 252.9 to Marshall's 234. Something I, sh I should say here is um, UTSA is getting more sacks. Trey Moore has 14 sacks on the year compared to Sam Burton for Marshall, uh, who only has six as well. Marshall has been in a down year this year. Things have not clicked the way, the way they wanted. They're coming off of a year where they beat Notre Dame last year, went 8-4, and 9-4 and four in the regular season. Uh, was able to make it to, was not able to make it to their conference championship game, but made it very close, made it very competitive. Marshall in their last five, they beat Arkansas State 35-21. They lost to Southern Alabama 28 to nothing. They beat Georgia Southern 38-33. They lost to App State 31-9, and they lost to Coastal Carolina 34-6. Uh, looking at UTSA's last five. <laughs> Lost to the Mighty Wave, 29-16. Which was also a big game because had UTSA won that one, they would have had a rematch and been able to go into uh, – I think they would have had a rematch. I, or maybe it was it was going to be UTSA and SMU who went to the AAC uh, title game. I can't remember. But that was a big one for UTSA. If they won that one, they would have been in the title game against either Tulane or SMU. Um, beat down USF 49-21, the same USF. So, for sake of argument, you can make the case that UTSA should be a playoff team. 100% because they blew out USF, who hung in there with Bama in the, in, at the very beginning of the year. Wild. Absolutely wild. 49-21, uh, beat Rice 34-14, beat – is that 37 29 against North Texas University, University of North Texas, and then beat Eastern Carolina 41 to 27. Um, let's see, let's check odds here. Odds UTSA is favored by 13, over under is 53. UTSA also has an 81% chance to win this game. While I think that controversy sometimes brings teams together, Marshall's going through a lot right now. Um, I hate that they are still having to play this bowl. Uh, they earned it, truly. But with all the turnover happening uh, in Huntington, give me the Roadrunners. I'm also going to take the Roadrunners in this one as well. <laughs> so we only had one disagreement. Yeah, that was Jacksonville State. Yeah, Raging Cajuns. Um, UTSA, I think it's just much more stable. Jeff Trailer and the guys down there in San Antonio are just absolutely, uh, I mean, wonderful. Jeff Trailer loves it down there in San Antonio. UTSA, first year in the American, looked great. They looked good. So, uh, yeah, give me the Roadrunners in this one. Marshall, poor, poor Marshall, just got a lot going on right now. Maybe Charles Huff can, can – uh, Pull one out here down in Frisco, Texas. Not not San Francisco. Frisco, Texas. Different Frisco Bowl. Different Frisco. Uh, Frisco, Texas. And uh, it's Frisco, not Fris San Francisco. San Francisco. 
San Francisco. <laughs> I'm playing mental gymnastics here. I, I see the wheels turning. But it's still... And they were turning way too hard for this. San Francisco. But it's still... Is it called Frisco? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't... San Fran. San... I don't know. Anyway. Uh, either way, yeah, it's sorry. not in, out in California. It's in Frisco, Texas. So UTSA is going to have a little bit of a whole field advantage there. Uh, but yeah, give me the Roadrunners for this one. Yeah. Marshall does not... I, I they, they stand a pretty good chance, but... They're, it's not. They're not going to pull it out. Charles Huff lost in the bowl game to uh, uh, Louisiana last year. ULL. Again, I don't think he's pulling it out. It's going to be tough. They don't have their offensive coordinator. They don't have their. Uh, sorry, Jay just hit the strobe in the booth over here. Uh, they don't. Um, they don't have a great track record in in. The, or, uh, I'm sorry, Marshall did not lose the bowl game. It was two years ago that they lost to Louisiana. They beat UConn last year in the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Give me the Roadrunners. The herd will have another year next year. Absolutely. Um, <coughs> be sure to catch us as we're covering, uh, recapping some bowls and covering some new ones next week. A um, lot of bowl games to get through. We'll kind of uh, address any other college news coming up as well. Um, not Well, there's a ton that happened this week in college football, but that's something we can save for the Sunday show if you would like. Yeah, um, all I'm going to say is uh, make sure to follow us on the socials, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. All those will keep you updated on what we're going to be doing. Again, bowl season is pretty wacky for us because we've got midseason games or uh, midweek games. UTSA and Marshall, they play on Monday on the 20th. Uh, I'm sorry, not on the 20th, on the 18th or Wednesday the 20th. I can't remember. It's either the 20th that Wednesday or Monday the 18th. Again, I'm playing mental gymnastics with myself. and it's, it's We are all very tired. Yes. Recording this. Um, uh, December 19th. December, look, I, would, I did. that's a Tuesday, and I didn't even guess it. I Look at me. Anyways, uh, I did do it. A little bit of a fumble there. It's all right, though. Uh, quick episode for tonight, but we're going to have many more come along the way. Uh, some things you guys might be more interested in, more more uh, more bowl games. Be sure to like, uh, comment, and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, leave us reviews. Make sure you also uh, are putting in the comments. If you want to hear about a specific bowl game, we will gladly we, we cover will it. gladly cover it. Okay, this this is something that we want to do. We want to get more feedback from the audience. We want more. Um, and just more overall fan interaction. If you guys are, I guess, fans of the Panther Pod, yeah. Um, I so yeah, just more interactions. If you if there's a specific game, like hey, my team is playing in this bowl, can you cover it? We will cover it absolutely. absolutely. Uh, like I said, we only did jinx on the absolutely. By the way, mm. uh, we will uh, we will cover it. We'll we'll cover it along with the bowl games. Absolutely, just let us know. Uh but for that, I'm Owen Spelling. My name's Cole Connor. And thank you for listening to the Panther Pod.